Christmas, we watch It's a Wonderful Life and Elf. Around Halloween, we dive into the world of John Carpenter and Tim Burton. I'm not really sure what films that goes best with Easter, but possibly the greatest story ever told, uh, if you're into religion and enjoy watching Max von Sydow hanging on a cross. Or maybe Chicken Run, if you feel Easter is mainly about eating eggs. But the point is, some annual occasions demand certain types of films. And now Valentine's Day is upon us, so why not cuddle up with your loved one and binge-watch some great romantic films? Welcome to our Valentine's special. Everybody, I'm Nils Lagergren and this is Yellow Brick Road, your favorite podcast about movies, games and VFX. And today that road is paved with roses and heart-shaped chocolate boxes. Cause this is our Valentine's special and here to help me pick some great romantic films are two rom-com cineasts from Goodbye Kansas, Sandra Frisell and Harrison Ryder. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to, to have you back. <laughs> yeah, it feels amazing. <laughs> Is Valentine's Day an important day for you? No, not really. Uh, I like the idea, but you should share love every day. Um, mm, true, every but, day should be fun. Yeah, but I guess a little bit of extra love one day is good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really a celebratory person anyway mm. for anything. I'm like really boring. So, <laughs> uh, but no, I think uh, I've never celebrated. I bought my I bought my husband a rose once oh. uh, for Valentine's Day, and that's, that's the only romantic. thing I've ever done. <laughs> and he really liked it, so I should do it more. But I never do it. I bought some tea for my boyfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. some romantic yeah. tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> love potion. Yeah. <laughs> Crunk, get the emperor a drink. Drink. Right. So, let, let, let's dive into your lists of great romantic films. I, I've asked you to pick five films each. And let's start with you, Harrison. Mm. What's the first film on your list? Well, um, just a precursor to the list, I just thought I'd quickly explain my choices just because um, I thought I'm not going to pick films that everyone's seen mm -hmm. just because why? You know, yeah. people have seen them. They don't need to be told to see a film again. <laughs> so I thought, let's pick films that people may not have seen that I really like mm -hmm. that kind of fit into the romantic category. Uh, so the first one I have is from Up on Poppy Hill, which mm -hmm. is a Japanese uh, Studio Ghibli film. Of ah. course, I'm going to throw a Ghibli film in yeah, there. I had to. It's uh, directed by Goro Miyazaki, which is Hayao Miyazaki's son, and from 2011. It's like a really good slice of life type film about a boy and a girl who meet at high school and she's really like not into him to begin with and then they kind of get closer and closer and then boom, this like big secret is revealed and it throws a huge spanner in the works. But it's just like this really cool representation of pure love that overcomes all obstacles and obviously it's Studio Ghibli as well, so yeah. the backdrops are amazing. It's drawn beautifully. The sunsets in that film are just eye 
porn. <laughs> like, it's eye porn? Wait. <laughs> this is porn. Sunset uh, porn. Yeah, yeah, sunset porn. It's like, it's so beautiful. It's ridiculous. Have you have you seen it, Sunday? Yeah, I have. It's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The, the twist in the middle, not to spoil anything, but the twist in the middle is so <laughs> weird. And you're like, what? But now the, I got curious. You should watch it. Yeah, I yeah. should. It's number five. Okay, Sandra, what's your number five? Yes, this is kind of hard to pronounce, but Amelie from... Montmartre. Montmartre. In, in New Zealand, we just call it Amelie. There's no, there's no okay. subtitle. Let's mm. do this for now, then. <laughs> Amelie. <laughs> it's from uh, 2001, so quite a long time ago, but it's directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunette. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of beautiful and quirky, mm, quirky romantic movie, yeah. And uh, it's about Amelie that enjoys to make uh, everyone else around her really happy. Mm. Uh, so she sends them like gifts and yeah, just making them happy. <laughs> and it's set in Montmartre, Paris. Yeah, exactly. And then she falls in love and it's really cute. Mm. Mm. There's that iconic image of her eating the raspberries off her fingers. Yeah. That's the only yeah. that's the only thing that comes to mind. It's such a good film. And the music is lovely. Yeah. I love that film too. And, yeah, mm. it's just... It's and obviously one it. of the films on your lists would be set in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> the capital of, of exactly. love. Yeah. And I've been to the cafe, but it's uh, in Montmartre. But it's not as cute anymore. It's good and beautiful, but not the same charm. Maybe it was slightly redressed for the film. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Harrison, film number four. Number four. Yeah, this one's a bit questionable. I wanted to lean into Valentine's Day, um, Mm. keeping it romantic, but also a horror buff. So I've gone horror horror romance. Um, But there's this amazingly badly amazing film Mm. from 2001 called Valentine, which Uh is a... You know, like Scream came out in 96 and then it like resurged the horror whodunit slasher genre. Yeah, yeah. Valentine kind of ended that in a way. It's 2001, so it's quite a bit further on. But Valentine's about like these five girls in the 80s and they're in high school. And there's this uh, boy that's in love with one of them and they kind of play a practical joke on him. And then he gets really hurt in his heart and whatever. And then cut to like years later and they're like mid-20-year-old girls and they all start dying <laughs> in really horrific ways but it's set on Valentine's Day because his heart was broken so he would he decides to kill them um, and it's it's really really funny and really gory and awesome and, and great and I just thought Valentine you know all of that yeah. But there's one there's one pretty notable death that I just wanted to describe in a bit of detail. We all know Denise Richards, the actress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's uh she's taking a hot tub and she's uh she's in the hot tub and and uh the killer dresses as Cupid in this as well, so it kind of fits <laughs> it fits quite well. He actually kills someone with uh arrows at one point. It's two thousand one, so spoilers alert. Uh, <laughs> like if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen. She's in the hot tub and he drowns her puts the lid on the hot tub, which is made of glass for some Mm. weird reason, and then decides to drill through the lid to kill her (laughs) with a drill, obviously, (laughs) drilling. And it's just the most insane thing to see. It's amazing. But uh, that's my number four. Uh, so if you're so romantic, I know if you want to cuddle up with your your loved one and watch and watch uh, some drilling killing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But is it that one where he sends one heart in a chocolate box? Uh, he no, s- he that... sends chocolates, but they're filled with maggots. Okay. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how the maggots got in there, but 
Chocolate maggots. Like, I'm just imagining like a huge injection filled with maggots. Ew. Anyway, maggots. I know. They always no get maggots the, were actually hurt. They get the, the raw end of the stick a lot of the time, don't they, in films? I think everything must go back to the fact that I had a very anxious childhood. You know, my, my mother never had time for me. You know, when, you, when you're the middle child in a family of five million, you don't get any attention. I mean, how is it possible? So what's, what's your next song? Uh, my next is Edward Scissorhands. Oh. Yeah, adorable movie yeah. But made by Tim Burton from 90. That's almost 30 years ago. Yeah, so it's a really long time, but it's still really charming and about Edward that has scissors as hands and falls in love with a girl in a quite small town where he doesn't really fit in, but it's it's cute. Mm. And it's also one of the last films with the great Vincent oh, Price. Yeah, yeah. As the the inventor. Yeah. Mm. Oh. There's that scene where he's um he's putting on the hands for the mm. first time or whatever and then he dies and then yeah. he falls through the the scissors fall through the hands yeah. and cut them up and so it's like iconic. Mm. So, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's such a good film. Wonderful film. Mm. And he's alone in his uh, house, like up on the hill, and mm. then suddenly this. Uh, I think she sells makeup. Yeah, Avon calling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like she introduced him to the real world, and mm. it's mm. cute. Mm. I love that movie. I was terrified of it when I was a child. Oh. Yeah, for like the first 10 years of my life because my family watched it a lot and I was I would always leave the room. Oh. And uh, and then I actually sat down and watched it and I was like, oh no, it's really good. Mm. Mm. It's super good and, and super sad because, mm. spoilers, they are well, not going to get together. Sad, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Number three? Yep. Okay, cool. I'm changing my number three to number one, so we're changing oh. things up a bit. But my number three is a film from 2015 called Hello, My Name is Doris. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really cute film about Sally Field, who's 65 or something, and she works in an office quite like ours, actually. And a new marketing kind of manager or something starts, and he's played by Max uh, Greenfield. I think that's his name. He plays um, the guy in New Girl. Oh, I can't remember his name, but the, the big guy, Schmidt. He plays Schmidt in New Girl. Anyway, so there's this guy, and he starts, and he's like 30, and she's 16. And she falls in love with him. She is kind of becomes obsessed with him and makes a fake profile on Facebook as like a hot younger girl <laughs> to try and win his love. And obviously we all know how that goes, but... There's these amazing scenes in it which all take place in her imagination of how she wants the scene to finish. Mm. So there's like 50 fake-outs in the film of her like getting what she wants and then it's like, Aww. no, sorry, <laughs> that's that's not how it's going to go. Heartbreaking. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's a really cute film by an amazing director called Michael Showalter who did the um, the fantastic TV show, oh, my God, Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, on, oh, on, yeah. uh, and the movie. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It's, it was a movie first, but then they brought it back on Netflix yeah. as a TV show. And I digress again. But the film is, is really adorable, and you both should see it. And everyone that's listening should see it too, because uh, mm. it's a cute little indie gem that no one really saw. But she is amazing because it's Sally Fields. and She's always amazing. Not without my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> References galore. Yeah. Jeez. I need to see that one. 
find common interests. He's on Facebook. Let's make a fake account. You're taking dating advice from a 13-year-old. She needs a name. Lilith Primrose. Or Lilith Comeswell. Let's just stick with Primrose. Okay. Sandra? Yeah, my next movie is Wally. Wally. It's Wally. a Disney Pixar movie from uh, 2008. And it's cute. It's about a rowboat. Rowboat? Rowboat. <laughs> 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 a rowing boat falling in love with an ocean liner. It'd have to be a musical and not just sing row, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat gently down the street. Uh, it's about a robot left alone on Earth to clean up the garbage, mm-hmm. if I remember it right. It was a long time ago since I saw yeah, this one. Yeah, humans have left Earth. Yeah, and yeah. it's like garbage everywhere. And he's cute, of course, and alone. And then suddenly, another robot. Eva! <laughs> Eva! Eva! Yeah. Came to Earth, and yeah, they fall in love. It is adorable. It's a wonderful film. Mm. And hardly any dialogue in it. For like the first... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first 45 minutes is like yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's awesome. The only thing you hear is like, come to the Axiom or whatever it is, like yeah. over in the megaphone from when Earth was populated. It's also a great example of like great animation, the way that you really feel his feelings, mm-hmm. uh, even though he is a robot. There's that cute little scene where he... Um, he finds a little flower or the little mm. blade of grass. Vernie like digs it and digs it and digs it and then puts it inside him. And then I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, he gives yeah. it to Eva, maybe. And then yeah, she's like, that's so. what and she's like, Mah! and then she like shuts down or whatever. Oh, no, 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 she puts it inside her because oh, okay. that was her her oh, goal was yeah. to go there to find the plant oh, or whatever, yeah. to see if there was life on Earth. Mm. I need to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Man. Uh number two? Yeah. I can't I couldn't decide between my one and my two. So I'm gonna say like First equal. Okay. And you're going to laugh because Fair one enough. of them's really obvious and the other one's not so obvious. So. Let's start with the obvious. Okay, the obvious one is Brokeback Mountain. Ah. Of course. Yes. Gay rights. Cut that out. <laughs> Gay stuff. Awesome. No, but Brokeback Mountain's super romantic. Like, yeah, it's yeah. super sad and there's not a lot of romance in it. But the idea of two guys in the 60s getting together and then. And then it's spanning 20 years and both of them get married and stuff. And I came out in 2005 and it was directed by Ang Lee. I don't know, like it really spoke to me because I was 16, I guess, when it came out. And I was 16 when I came out Mm. as well. So like it was very much that kind of film that pushed me over the edge, I guess. It's an amazing film. And if, if anyone hasn't seen it, Definitely watch it if you if you yeah, want to go. It's a classic. Yeah, it definitely is a classic. Yeah. And um, my God, yeah, just prepare to have feelings, I guess. <laughs> Maybe put on the subtitles because uh, Heath Ledger does kind of mumble <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I could quote that film. Why so serious? Uh, no, that, that's another <laughs> one of his films. Is he somebody you cowboyed with or what? No, just a regular guy. Let's save your... Other number one, <laughs> and quickly Sorry. jump over to Sandra. Yeah. Second place on your list. Yeah, it's a short film called Paper Man from Disney. Oh as yeah. Well, yeah, it's That's black one. and white, and it's a really good short film. It's seven minutes long, so if you don't have time to watch a full-length movie, mm. you should it's watch this one. It's a classic cartoon length of the yeah. film, seven yeah. minutes. And uh, it's about a man meeting a girl at the train station 
and he is immediately falling in love with her and then she disappears on the other train uh, and then uh, later that day he sees her again in the building in front of his office building and he tries to communicate by paper planes oh uh, i've seen this yeah, yeah. it's uh, adorable <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and it's no spoilers lovely. it's cute it ends happy yeah it's happy <laughs> finally it's a, it's a really finally cool. a happy romantic <laughs> yeah. film it's really it's a nice film a nice um, little thing yeah uh, John Cars directed it, and mm. it's beautiful. Mm. And the first film on your list, Sandra, the most romantic film. Yeah, it's called. It's also a short film, uh, mm. and it's called In a Heartbeat. I think it's two years old, mm. I guess, mm. but it's still super good. And uh, it's about a boy falling in love with another boy in his school, and. Uh, <laughs> I love it already. Yeah, I know, and it's super adorable. And he, but he's too shy to confess his feeling for the other boy because mm. he mm. don't know what he feels. Yeah, it's oh, just welcome to my life, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and mean, it's uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it goes on and like the boy is trying to uh, take control of his feelings for this other boy. And yeah, it's yeah. it's good. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. it sounds awesome. Sounds wonderful. And it's only four minutes long, and oh. it's yeah. Perfect. <laughs> like like most gay relationships. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> God, so bad. And it's uh, also made by Esteban Bravo and Beth David. As on YouTube? Uh, yeah, cool. it is. Mm. And we'll obviously post the link right. on our webpage, goodbycancerstudios.com. Mm-hmm. So, Harrison. My favorite romantic film is the seminal classic Six Days, Seven Nights. From 1998. With Harrison Ford. Uh-huh, and Anne Hash. When ah. they get stuck on the island and they have to, like, find their way off and then they find love. It's so good. Oh, my God, it's amazing, <laughs> you guys. It's so, so, so good. It's absolutely hilarious. So, basically, Anne Hash plays this um, magazine uh, editor and mm. um, David Schwimmer, Ross from Friends, is yeah. her husband, and she's a workaholic, and so he surprises her with a trip to Tahiti, I think it is. So they go to Tahiti and then they're on vacation and stuff and then the owner of the magazine calls Anne Hache and says um, that there's a photo shoot that she needs to supervise but they're going to bring the photo shoot to her but it's on another island close by mm-hmm. and so she flies to the island with Harrison Ford who's like a grumpy pilot who's seen better days and like an alcoholic and stuff and then mm-hmm. uh, they crash land on a random island and then they have to try and get off in more ways than one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew you yeah, would say that. To, this is my world. And in my world, you gotta get dirty. So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting dirty. Um, <laughs> no, but they have to try and get off, and there's literal like pirates. Uh, Timura Morrison, who's a New Zealand actor, plays one of the pirates, and they try and like shoot them, and it's like an action romantic comedy, and it's so funny. Like it's hilarious. Like Anne Hache, it's her only good role. And she's just hilarious. And Harrison Ford is my namesake, so I have to love him. <laughs> but, uh, but he's not really, he doesn't strike me as a romantic type of actor. Guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, he's kind of suave. I think so. No? Last night was special. It wasn't so special. I had to carry up three flights of stairs. You know, maybe I just don't like you. Me? Nah. But you feel like, oh, when you see that film. Uh, no, but it's romantic because of the romance that may yeah. happen in it. And you feel happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do feel very happy 
when you watch mm. them. A surprising choice. I love it. But I, I, I think it's a decent film. It's a decent but, film, yeah. It's totally romantic. I'm going to defend yeah. it. I'm defending I, I, my choice. I do that. Yeah. You surprised us. Good. But what effect should a romantic film have on the viewer? Do you need to cry, for example? No. I think it's escapism, I reckon. Like, if you don't have a relationship, you want to watch films that make you feel like you do. Mm. You want to be reminded of that. Yeah, I think most films are... For me, which probably tells more about my life than (laughs) than anything else, I feel a romantic film should also make me cry a little. For me, romance and being a little sad is pathetically connected. Yeah, there's something, there's something about like curling up and having a, a good yeah. cry. I don't have a list of five films, so I just randomly pick one. A fairly obvious choice, Casablanca. Mm, mm. Uh, and I've seen it maybe 100 times, something like that. <laughs> nice. uh, and it has come to the point in which when the film starts, I start to cry. Yeah. And then I cry the whole film through. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful story, uh, very romantic, and, and it ends in a sad way. Mm. But still beautiful. Yeah, it's iconic. Since Humphrey Bogart and Claude Rains get together and become friends, go to Brokeback Mountain together. Oh my God, imagine that. Imagine if Brokeback Mountain was actually the sequel to Casablanca. (laughs) Might be a good idea for you to disappear from Casablanca for a while. There's a free French garrison over at Brazzaville. I could be induced to arrange a passage. My letter of transit? I could use a trip. It doesn't make any difference about our bet. You still owe me 10,000 francs. And that 10,000 francs should pay our expenses. Our expenses? Mm-hmm. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. But these were your five favorites. But maybe we should quickly mention some other films. Yeah. Uh, because there are so many romantic films out there. Just rattle them off. Cause... Yeah, l- let's do it. Okay. Uh, I have 11 ones. You've got 11? 11. Yeah, I know. Sandra. <laughs> Jeez, lady. It's crazy. Uh, do you want to go first then with your <laughs> yeah. behemoth list? Yes, I can. Okay, so She and Her Cat, it's a short film too, by mm-hmm. Makoto Shinkai that also did uh, Your Name. Oh, I love yeah. that director. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of his first films from 99, so it's mm-hmm. quite old. Uh, and then we have Love Streams, also a short film Directed and animated by Sean Bucklev. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then we have Juno. Yeah. Which is not a Juno. short film. No, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and it's directed by John Reitman. And then we have Moonrise Kingdom and Budapest Hotel oh, by Wes Grand, Anderson. Grand yeah. Budapest Hotel. Yeah, One of my super good. top ten favorite films. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, my husband, it's like his favorite film. And I hadn't really seen it. And he made me watch it. And I couldn't get past the aspect ratio for the longest time because it's in four by three <laughs> aspect ratio. And uh, I love it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I love I Wes Anderson. It's uh, quite quirky. Do you say oh, that? Yeah. 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 yeah and I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So I will go on. Then I have 500 Days of Summer mm. by Mark Webb. Mm-hmm. We have Corpse Bride by Tim Burton and Mike Johnson. Mm-hmm. The Notebook by Nick Casavetes, <laughs> ah. uh, and then I have uh, it's uh, actually a commercial, but the Hedgehog commercial that came out this uh, winter, animated by Passion Pictures. Uh, I don't uh, know if you've seen it. I haven't. No, it's really cute. Hedgehogs are adorable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're filled with like gross diseases and yeah. stuff, but super adorable. <laughs> uh, and then I have it's actually a 
kind of short film slash music video animated by Ryan Woodward <laughs> called Thought of You. And the music is by the Weepies, the world spins madly on. Mm. Lots of lots That's a of, lovely list. Lots yeah. of things on there for uh, yeah. you to put links to. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. I thought it was good to mix it up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Especially yeah. with the music videos. That's yeah. always good. Uh, mine is not so long, um, <laughs> but I thought I'd just go like the obvious route. Yes. Uh, so yes. I did Titanic. Of course. James Cameron, 97. Mm. Classic. The handprint on the car door and then slightly slides down. <laughs> Everyone has that in their mind. Weirdly, in New Zealand, it was rated PG, even though there's, like, full nudity by Kate Winslet. Hmm. Well, not full, but uh, I used to play it in the video store that I worked at and then got complaints <laughs> because of the boobs. No. Um, <laughs> One Fine Day, 1996. Ah. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer, George Clooney, they swap kids. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That was uh, directed by Michael Hoffman. And then As Good As It Gets, James L. Brooks. So mm-hmm. 1997 with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. And they go on a road trip and they fall in love and it's really real and cool. And? And, no- and nothing. That's it. And <laughs> I couldn't not talk about Twilight. Of course. Twilight. Just the most romantic film of all time, you guys. Twilight. Matilda, are you listening? I'm talking about Twilight. Sparkling vampire. Exactly. Sparkling She's in love with a dead person and an animal. It's amazing. No, but, yeah, I like Twilight as well. Uh, so <laughs> Catherine Hardwick, 2000 and... Eight. That's my list. An amazing list. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not scared of you. Well, you really shouldn't have said that. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> Yellow Brick Road is a podcast about movies, games, and VFX. And today we talked about movies, romantic movies. But what about Games. Are there any romantic games? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. Harrison, yours is really good, so... Is it? Yeah, oh, I think so. Okay. I haven't actually played mine, but I know I know a bit about it. So yeah. I thought I could introduce the world to mm-hmm. Dream Daddy, which is a daddy dating simulator, and it's on PlayStation 4. And basically, you're a gay dad, and you've got a kid, and you want to meet another dad. And so there's all these different archetypes of, like, the woodchopper dad and the vampire dad and all this stuff. And then The you sparkling to... vampire dad. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, like, the most random thing to have a game about. It's super popular. Yeah, and, and, the, and the music in the yeah. trailer was amazing. Oh, yeah, they've got, like, a, a theme song where it's like, Dream Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's it, apparently it's um, it's great, and I want to get it, but I don't know if I want to actually pay money to play it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, uh, the creators of that game, but it does look amazing. Hmm. Sandra, do you know of any romantic games? 
Uh, it was kind of hard, actually. But I have played just once for a, quite a long time ago a game called Lovers in a Dangerous Space-Time, where you can play to one to four players. And it's you are sitting in a, I don't know if it's a spaceship or a battleship, and you play together, and it's teamwork to fight against the anti-lovers. Oh. Yeah, so mm. it's really cute and a lot of nice colors and yeah we should all fight against anti-lovers yeah <laughs> yeah this is very true yeah except single people on valentine's day then everyone you know that's a single person is an anti-lover i reckon because i like to I, I know people who celebrate valentine's kind of anti-celebrate it because they yeah. despise it so what do they what do they do i don't know don't probably. eat chocolate <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but this game is good because if you don't have anyone to play with, you can play with the space pet that is inside the computer. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's the computer that uh, CPU. Yeah, what yeah, you yeah. Say. yeah, so it's cute. <laughs> space pet. Sounds nice. And what about visual effects then? Are there any films with romantic visual effects? Yeah. This was hard. We, yeah, it was very hard. <laughs> we talked and we came up with a couple. They might be a bit strange, mm-hmm. but Harry Potter, we know that there's love potions in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. And in the Half-Blood Prince, yeah. in the Weasley store, the boiling love yeah. potion. And when, you, mm-hmm. when they uncork a bottle, pluming smoke of a pink love heart like comes out. Yeah. So there's that one. <laughs> Not is, super good. No, but that it's, is it's romantic. a hard question, yeah. yeah. And then, do you, like Moulin Rouge as well? Yeah, I Moulin think Moulin Rouge, some, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's super. That romantic. is a very romantic film. Yeah. Also set in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Paris is the place. Always to be. more math. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, Moulin Rouge is uh, filled with special effects, mm. and um, if you haven't seen it, watch it because it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I actually have a quite recent example. Uh, a new Swedish film arriving in cinemas right now, actually, at Valentine's Day. It's called Swoon, and it's a romantic film in the same vein as Moulin Rouge. Uh, it's about a kind of Romeo and Juliet kind of love story between a daughter and the son of two rivaling amusement park owners, based on a true story, actually, mm-hmm. about Gröna Lund, and filled with romantic VFX, flowers, and uh, how you visually show that you're in love. Thanks to, cool. to, to, to romantic VFX. And amazing fact, I was actually personally involved in early stages of bringing that story to the screen. Of course you That's were. Really that cool. is not Really early stages, though. Uh, but still. But still. Yeah, it's but amazing. I think I saw the trailer to it when yeah. I watched it. It has received ago. great reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by the great Swedish directors Mons Morlin and Björn Stein. Mm-hmm. So you right there. You should go and see it when you can. So, lots of great titles and films. <laughs> great as in like <laughs> those fingers that you put up. <laughs> <laughs> but but the amount of films that we talked about today, if we would watch all of them, it would take longer than just the one day that is Valentine's Day. This is true. That's a very good point. That's why it's good with all the short films. That's yeah. why you picked short films. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> You're so smart, son. The more, the merrier. <laughs> but I mean, if you're going to watch one, you should watch that horror movie called Valentine. It's like, <laughs> clearly it's romantic. <laughs> Such a great choice. He loves me. 
spend this Valentine's Day. He loves me not. With someone you love. He loves me. Someone you trust. He loves me not. And someone you know. He loves me. Won't try to kill you. I wish both of you a great Valentine's Day with lots of chocolate and romance. Oh, thanks. And thanks for coming here. Thank you. Thank and you. you out there, thanks for listening and hope that you have a great Valentine's Day as well. And do check out our webpage, goodbackhandsetstudios.com to see the trailers to some of these amazing films that we talked about. Until next time, goodbye. A bientôt. Auf Wiederhören. Wie hörst.